Right. Um, thanks for joining us this morning. I'm here with, um, actually, it's the newest uh, part of the sort of broader ANZ family, I think, the new, newest investment we've made, a company called Ida. So, Brendan, you're the CEO, Auckland-based fintech. Tell us about the company, where it came from, the idea, and, and where you are in terms of development and what exactly you do, I guess. Yeah, thanks, Shane. Thanks for the opportunity, and um, thank you also for the investment. Great to be part of the, the ANZI family and ANZ family. So, yeah, we're, we're based in, um, in New Zealand, in Auckland, um, and ADA is uh, built to be a digital financial assistant for small businesses. Um, and that was the first product that we, we launched into market last year. Um, and it's, it's an, a, a different take on helping small businesses uh, really stay across what, all the key things that are happening in their business. You know, when you when you're running a small business, you're really, really busy, you're wearing multiple hats, you don't have the time to sit down and analyze all of the things that are going on. Yeah. And uh, what we wanted to do was use artificial intelligence and train a digital assistant to understand those things. So a business owner um, can use Ada to ask questions and get answers. Things like, you know, what is my top selling product? Um, who owes me money? How much money do I owe? Uh, what is my cash flow going to look like next week? Um, you know, what, what is my website traffic? What are these kind of questions that you need to know, you need to know when you're running a business, but you don't have time yeah. to? Aid is a one-stop shop to ask those questions really, really easily and, and will respond in real time. So breaking that down, that, that data down and making it super easy to understand your business. Yeah. Uh, the guy, um, Mark Hand, who runs our Australia business, used to run this sort of small business area. And I always remember he used to say, most small business owners are time poor control freaks. He said, they, you know, they have to do everything. They are the head of HR. They are the head of technology. They are the CFO. And, you know, they've got a broad range of things they need to do. So what's interesting about what your approach is, the breadth of it, you know, like it's not just about financials. It's about a lot of things you're talking about there. I guess that's also a bit of a challenge. Like, where do you start? Because I guess you could have your, your sort of uh, backlog of things you could do must be enormous. How do you Absolutely. decide what's a priority? Yeah, and, and so we actually have, um, when we launched initially last year, we looked at the kind of questions that customers were asking, how they were using ADA. And a lot of it is around the financials. So the, the beautiful thing about a, a natural language processing product is you can see the kind of questions that customers care about. And so we have focused more on the financials and that's where we'll focus for, for a longer time. And our strategy is to get the financials right because ultimately that's really what a business needs to get right. And then we'll move into the leading indicator space. So, you know, what is a leading indicator for a retailer or a hospitality business is things like point of sale, social media, website traffic. Um, if a leading indicator for a, for a tradie or for a, um, you know, a professional services business will be different. It's, you know, a lot of the, the, it's about the hours you're spending and the, and the invoicing that you're putting out there. So we'll go and get those leading indicator data and bring them in. But if we get the financials right, um, the money in and the money out and keeping on top of your bank reconciliations and keeping on top of your cash flow, then that's 80% that's of the job done. So that's where we're focusing right. on. Now, you, you've got a couple of products, I believe. So you've got the app. You just want to yep. talk to that. You've got that. And then you've got this advisory intelligence portal. What's, yeah. the, what's the difference? What do, they, what do they each do? Yeah, so the advisory intelligence portal is actually just coming out of beta now, and that's designed for accountants and bookkeepers. Okay. Um, and what that's for is if you're an accounting practice that, has, that you know, looks after small businesses, as you probably know, Shane, is that um, there's a lot of disruption having the, happening in the accounting and bookkeeping world, and a lot of their rear view mirror compliance work is being automated already. 
So accountants and bookkeepers need to move into the advisory space. Um, And they are already the trusted advisor of small businesses. But how do you move into that advisory space unless you've got the right tools, access to the right data, and especially the leading indicators so that you're not looking just at the rearview mirror financial um, metrics of a business because by the time you do that, it's already happened. So how do you how do you look at what where the business is going? And Ada's advisory portal is designed to help them do that. It automates certain key aspects of compliance, enabling the accounting and bookkeeping firm to scale, do you know to manage their customers a little bit more cost effectively, and therefore take on more clients or um, or, or you know or scale their services. But then because you've got software in the hands of the accountant and bookkeeper, and software in the hands of the small business owner, we can create tasks and messaging between each other, improving the engagement between the two. And then hopefully what we're trying to do is enable accountants and bookkeepers to really see across that whole small business and make that small business a lot more successful. So be a proactive advisor. Yeah, that's great. Hey, um, just to switch gears a little bit, you know, the whole sort of FinTech startup revolution, we read a lot of different parts of the world. What, what's the community like in Auckland or New Zealand? I mean, how active is your space and you know obviously the whole sort of startup world yeah really really active actually new zealand's got a um, you know it's a very good place to start a software company it's very easy they're very low barriers and you you do get if you're doing something interesting and generating ip which which we are you get a lot of government support in that so it does it's a good place to um to to start small businesses or small uh, you know tech companies and then grow and flourish them um New Zealand is obviously, if you focus like us on small businesses, there's a lot of them here. There's very few big corporates here. Um, most of those kind of stop at the Australian borders and then we have little branches of them hanging over here. But um, fintechs especially, um, you know, I think fintechs are, are a really good space in New Zealand. We don't really have, the banks haven't moved to the, the full open banking play yet, like they have in, in Europe, which is obviously the fintech capital of the world is, you know, the UK and Europe. Um, but the banks are trying to be proactive here from, and, and trying to accommodate and work with fintechs. So there's a lot more of a partnering kind of approach uh, for companies like us. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And um, I know you had a special visitor recently. I saw a bit on social media. The Prime Minister yeah. turned yeah. up. Was that just she sort did. of a, Yeah. So what was all that about? That was great. I mean, um, so we, it, she actually came over and, um, to our offices and we spent over half an hour talking. Um, it wasn't just a little fleeting visit. It was a good, good yeah. session. And, you know, she was, she was really, um, really incredible to talk to. And I think, you know, what the government was looking at is and what she particularly wanted to talk about was who's felt some pain through COVID and how's the government been able to help. And that was a real kind of war story for us because COVID really hurt us um, quite badly and, uh, and if the government hadn't rolled out their wage subsidy and the other support, um, you know, the loan schemes and things as quickly as they did, we wouldn't, we probably wouldn't be here. So what we managed to do is take advantage of those schemes that the government rolled out, bought us the time to then go and do a capital raise, which was the raise that you guys came in with. And, um, yeah. and you know, so ultimately we ended up uh, being okay. And a lot of that was uh, government supporting us for that really, really rocky period. And so um, the prime minister just wanted to talk through how that was and, and what happened. You know, we did we did that business talk, but then it was all about you know afterward was just talking about life and what it's like to to live and breathe in New Zealand right now. Right now, tell us um, 
because COVID has changed a lot and obviously it's changed the way you operate, but for your own customers and your potential yeah. customers, because you're yeah. early stage, do you think, do you think COVID sort of good or bad, do you think for the adoption of digital uh, tools um, from mean, small businesses? Because on one hand you'd say probably really good, you know, people are more aware of these things. On the other hand, perhaps people are a bit more cash, you know, small businesses might be a bit more cash strapped. But what do you, think, what's your view? Yeah, look, I, I think we can see that, um, and we have some really interesting data points on small businesses, given the, to your point earlier, about the breadth of data that we see yeah. in a business. Um, it's, it really impacted them hard. We know that. We could see how quickly that happened. Um, and the, the digital acceleration is definitely um, positive in that, in that they are coming back and now adopting digital tools faster than what they used to before. Yeah. Um, that's that's for sure, and I think a lot of the a lot of the pain is now is which is the right one for me. Um, you know, cash strapped small businesses is 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 a fact, but luckily a lot of the top technology solutions are not that expensive, and they're monthly subscriptions rather than you know a lump sum up front, which is what you yeah. used to have. So you know, next ten dollars a month here or a hundred dollars a month there, and your business is on probably one of the best tools in the world, and and so and they usually scale with their with their um, price points as well. So I'd encourage small businesses just to look at it and, and get stuck in, pick the right tool and start to build around that. So, you know, start with your sort of what's going to give you a competitive edge to your customers, yep. what's going to set you different um, to, to your competitors and start there and then digitize. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And I think you're right. You know, it is a tool and you, that's what's great about your product. And I think why we're excited about it, I, you can see its application today. But as I mentioned before, you can see it just continuing to develop a, it just gets smarter than yeah. you want. You know, I imagine you get some huge scale benefit once you get this sort of network effect. The more people on it, the smarter it gets, but also the ability to go broader as well, you know, and to add into all sorts of other things. So it's really exciting. Oh, well, good. Thanks very much for the chat today. And I'm sure people will go online and check out your uh, company and service and, and certainly encourage them to do so. Thanks, thanks a lot, Brendan. Thanks very much, Shane. Have a good one. Thanks a lot. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes. This podcast was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with music by Kevin McLeod. Blue Notes is a publication of ANZ Banking Group.